0: Is a seed. You can easily be the change that we need. Keep your mind alert and your heart with peace. Be the change that we want to see. Yeah, go and share your gift and yeah, your gift is a seed. You can easily be the change that we need. Keep your mind alert and feel your heart with peace. Be the change that we want to see. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Mentality on Chain. I'm Kevin Thomas, your host.
1: And Jaleel.
0: Well, today's episode, Jaleel and I are just gonna chat. We're just gonna talk it up a little bit. And I wanted to do some something a little bit different. Uh, Jaleel's single. I'm married, so kind of wanted to talk about relationships. You know, Um, right now we got relationships they're up and down people really don't know if they're in a relationship they don't know if they out of relationship they're just saying that hey we just we just friends I mean so it's a situationship that's what it's called it's a whole situation
1: right yeah it's called a situationship (laughs) you don't know what it is but y'all acting like a couple you'll call it a situationship
0: Yeah, yeah. So we want to we want to talk a little bit about that today. And uh, just kind of just see where a a lot of the root cause of the mental health issues that's in relationships, where where they're coming from. I know, like, I see a lot of different, you know, cases weekly. And uh, one of the things is, I see that they're struggling with, you know, just kind of meeting each other where they are. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with some of their background, things that they've dealt with as kids and even with parents, you know. So I wanted to kind of address that in, in a way that uh, we kind of just opened up the floor and you and I just kind of uh, talk a little bit about it, Jaleel. I didn't invite anybody on today because I wanted to kind of, you know, just be a free flow and we can just kind of talk, no script, no nothing, just kind of talk about relationships, so. But, uh, you know, the first thing I thought about was like, when when we de- when we are dating, what what are we dating for like are we just dating just to be in a relationship are we dating for companionship or we dating just to uh say we got somebody on the side uh what, what what are we doing
1: i mean for me personally like right now in my life i'm dating for uh i guess companionship like when you say those three things like what do you mean like break each one of those down like companionship are you just saying because you want to be in a relationship,
0: yeah, yeah, and, and and that's 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 a good question because here's the thing: like companionship is just you just need somebody in your area, in your space. You know, you need someone to be able to be there when you need them and pretty much like on call, but not on call type of thing. And then uh, just hanging out with people. You got friends, like you said, situationships and stuff like that, but it goes a little bit deeper than than uh, just kind of hanging out. You know, you got some kind of feelings for them, but you know, they're not, it's not to the point where you you can say, I love that person. You know what I mean? So. That's the kind of companionship I'm talking about.
1: Oh, well, never mind then. It's because, okay, so all three of those that you said, that's all bad. It's <laughs> all bad. That's what it sounds like. You say just, just because you want somebody around, because you yep. just, yep. like, yeah, I don't want none of those, like, companionship, like, I don't want, like, all of that stuff that you describe. I don't want none of those. Like, I I would like to have a serious relationship. So those three, yeah, that's not me.
0: But see, and that's, and that's, that's the thing is that, you know, you are looking for something more, and when when I talk about companionship and how people just want people in their space and they don't want to be alone, you know, they, they, they feel like they can't live without having another person in their life. And a lot of that comes to one of the mental health aspects of it is like they, they can't be alone. They don't want to be alone with themselves. And so they struggle with identifying who they are as an individual. A lot of that can go back to, you know, being raised in, in a single parent home or, or being raised in a situation uh, where mom found herself going from man to man just because they, she needed somebody. Or dad felt like he needed to go outside of the relationship and in marriage and, and have more than one person. So, you know, a lot of that kind of stems up in, in the relationship. And so with even with that being said, when we're dating, we got to do our homework. I mean, that's a big thing because you're, you're talking about you want to be in a relationship. You know, you you're looking for a relationship. You're looking to build something. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what when you're looking to build something, you make sure you do the background on, on whoever that is, because you'll find yourself later on uh, regretting that because you didn't know. You didn't know that that person dealt with a lot of trauma. You didn't know that person dealt with a lot of abandonment issues. And so if we're not doing our homework, I mean, you got to study your your mate. You know, that's just the way it is. And it goes beyond that in studying them. So that's the kind of stuff that comes up from the mental health aspect of it.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of a lot of things I see on social media nowadays mostly with like Twitter and Instagram it's a lot of back and forth about what makes a good relationship what should like I don't know it's just a lot of stuff and people should just be doing what's best for them instead of just giving advice to everybody because everything don't work for everybody
0: right right everybody have to kind of you got to individualize your relationships you can't you know even with with me and I can't give you I can only give you advice of what I know but that doesn't mean that that's gonna work for you. I learned that long time ago where a lot of older uh, OGs, old cats, they, they would tell me or give me advice. And I'm like, I'm trying to make that work in my marriage, and my relationship, that wasn't even working. Because I hadn't got I hadn't me personally, I hadn't evolved into that person that they thought I was at that time. So I I had a lot of issues in relationships, in and out of relationships, looking for certain things. And I think that's another thing is going from one relationship to the other. What are we looking for? Like, you know what I'm saying? What are you looking for? And if you jump it from one relationship to the next.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie to a lot of older men. they be like don't get married. They say it all the time. They were like, they're literally like, I was just from different, from different jobs to, they be like, don't get married.
0: Why do they? Why they say that? Why? I mean, what do you think? Why you? They tell you that?
1: I, you know what? I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday, also a married man, but he was like, my, he's my age, mm-hmm. and uh, he's 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 happy in his marriage, but I think we, when you single and then you you look at marriage or relationships right if that's something that you want you think that's you know the grass is greener over there when you marry you think the single life the grass is greener over there right. so they'll probably look at somebody like young and be like man they got all this freedom to do whatever they want and yeah this woman she over here getting on my nerves controlling me telling me what to eat i don't know i don't know what okay. goes on in the marriage stuff so.
0: Yeah. And and that's why it's really, it's really important that when you're young, man, you, you want to try to explore as much as possible, because when you get married, you don't want to carry a lot of baggage into your marriage and not only carrying a lot of baggage, but it, while you're married, dealing with some of those things and you find yourself like, man, why did I get married? I wasn't ready. Well, a lot of times you hadn't dealt with a lot of those things. So I think it's important that, you know, when you're young, you need to figure out who you are as a person, who you are bringing to the table when it comes to our relationships, because you can ruin a marriage and a person and and, and time if -hmm. you just jump into a marriage because you think you're in love. And infatuation is different than love, so you gotta be careful with that. We, we get attracted to mm-hmm. them because of the outer appearance and until we, we need to sit down and actually speak to them, to the person. That's that's the issue too. We don't try to get to know the, the, the person. We just feel like, oh wow, I'm attracted to them physically. But you know, it goes beyond that.
1: Do you think that the saying, right person, wrong time, is that a real thing? <sighs>
0: Well, I, I believe there's somebody for us. I mean, there's every, somebody for everyone. I believe that. And right whether it's the right time or not, it, it just, it's determined by the person. You know, if, you're, if that person is ready, it is the right time. But if that person is not ready, of course, it won't be the right time. But we sell ourselves short because we may have had one year where we just did a whole bunch of wild stuff. And then we was like, OK, I'm just going to settle down and we try to settle down and we still haven't settled down or we settle down but we take on all those uh, those mental health issues into a marriage and we hadn't resolved those issues and that's why i always say you know you have to do your homework when you're dating because you don't know if that person had a bad childhood what their dating life is like even if they even get along with their with their uh cousins and uncles and in-laws all these kind of people You know, you want to do your homework because you don't want to get up into a relationship and spend two, three years trying to make something work that is not going to work. But I will say this, too, is that marriages and relationships are not they're not hard, but they're not easy either. You know what I'm saying? So you got to put work into it. You get what you get, what you put into it, you know. And if you are true to who you are as a person, then you you put your best foot forward. And and I think that's a what we're we're missing a lot of is like a lot of men are hurt. A lot of men have been hurt by mothers, dads walking out. They are hurt by different women, so they find themselves hurting other people, and so that becomes a real issue in relationships.
1: This conversation, like we don't here talking about relationships, but like but you saying <laughs> men, but like. I mean, women too, though. I mean, yeah. they have they,
0: yeah.
1: a lot of it is caused by men. But it's just like, I don't know, it's confusing. You say, you know, men, they deal with all this pain. But then, again, they hurt women. So then they have all this pain, a lot of us. And I'm just speaking for, like, my age group. It's kind of like this weird disconnect, just like a back-and-forth battle between, like, men and women about who's better or who's right or who's wrong. And like it's, you said, we all need to probably just seek individual help to yeah. fix our problems.
0: Yeah. If if you're if we if we're honest, I believe this is my opinion based on the many people that I see is that I think that every person when they go into a serious relationship. Now, I'm not just talking about when you're dating cuz when you're dating, you're just kind of trying to figure out what you like and what you don't like. But when you're in a serious relationship, I think that each individual must take account of their past. You know, there are a lot of historical uh, wounds that needs to be kind of healed. And so with that being said, each individual that is in this relationship must take it upon themselves to get the proper help. And, And it's not saying that you have some significant issues of the past, but you still you don't want to take any burdens or any any ill wills into a marriage or a, re- a relationship to the point where all these things that you're doing is being projected onto them. And then they're feeling like, wow, this ain't is this not the person that I hooked up with or this is not the person that I wanted to be with because he he or she bringing this baggage. So it is important from from an individual standpoint that you do the work on yourself before going into the to the relationship, I have a phrase that I say, and, and it's, it's true. The individual make the collective better, mm. meaning that until you as an individual work on yourself first, that's when the collective, which is you and the significant other will be better. So you have to focus on you first. And that's not being selfish. That's just being real. Because at the end of the day, you're bringing in your perspective with the other person's perspective. Now, you tell me, how many times do you think that you're going to hit a home run and say, okay, my perspective is just like that that person's? It's not. You are both uniquely made and created. So guess what? You're going to have different views. And that's where the trouble comes in as (laughs) well. as well is that when you got two conflicting views, who's right or who's wrong, what you just what you were saying is that we have to have a compromise, we have to figure out where the line uh, is drawn, we have to set boundaries of what we're going to do, we're going to have to agree to disagree or we're going to have to agree. But I always say this, if if it's going to risk the family, then you do what's right for the family versus what's right for you as an individual. If you're going to if it's not right for the relationship, then don't do it. So even that's even in dating, if you're going to make a decision that's going to hurt both of you guys, why do it? Mm -hmm. That's selfish.
1: I think one thing I always say about dating: if you wouldn't want your partner to do that to you, then you probably shouldn't be doing it
0: what okay i agree to, i agree to that but what about the unconscious of hurt that that people are doing they they say they don't know or or they are used to doing it a certain way because you know we always say that just how i am
1: mm-hmm. well
0: you know you got another person that you're you're in in a relationship with you can't just be how you are you have yeah. to be able to you know give a little bit
1: I, at that when, when you're talking about that for like the person just don't they don't know any better like you said kind of like stuck in your ways but if you if you see that partner is not receptive to that or that's not something that they liked and yeah you need to fix and make those changes so you don't have to continue to hurt them
0: right well well Uh, Jaleel you're an anomaly because guess what a lot of men think that way and a lot of women think that way I mean we we're in a generation your generation that women are a lot more aggressive than men are where (laughs) it used to be the other way around so you know you gotta kind of kind of skirt the line because you don't know what to expect in a relationship and so you got um, just as many women playing the field as men now. I mean, no. I don't
1: see an issue with that though, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like if you single, then do whatever you do whatever you do. Like that's that's your business. Right. Whenever you're ready to settle down, then settle down. But if you single, because like you said, men, we out here doing whatever we want. So why can't a woman do whatever she wants?
0: I, I agree. I agree. I agree. But when in terms of us talking about in terms of us talking about a serious relationship and, and a possibly a marriage. You have to consider that other person, even if you are playing the field, because that hurt is is a deep hurt. You know, it's a it's a it's a deep cut and a lot of people can't handle that. And that leads to a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety. Just last week, one of my clients was uh, struggling with getting back into another relationship because of the way the last one was and had more apprehension of if they they felt like the next person would feel the same way that they felt because this person was supposed to love them and this person was supposed to be there for them. But when they broke up, that person went back to the life that they knew. Mm-hmm. And, and so in turn, that person was like, well, did you really change? And did you really love me? And so there are there are a lot of uh, questions that are asked when you have these type of relationships. And so you definitely have to be careful uh, with dealing with that. So but let's talk about let's talk about the fact that how your parents can influence or shape your view of relationships. How your parents can shape the view of your relationship, of your of, of relationships. Period.
1: I mean, it's pretty much everything that you are as a person. I feel like, but just like you said, most importantly, relationships just depend on how they move. If you're talking about abuse or cheating, abandonment. I've, yeah, there's it's yeah. so many different ways you can go with that.
0: Right, right. And, and, and I will say, you know, because I'll put myself out there a little bit. My, my upbringing, being raised initially with my mom and then going to live with my grandparents, I seen a different side of relationships. And so it was kind of hard for me to really understand what a healthy relationship looked like. And, and so, you know, my grandparents, they, they was married over 50, almost 60 years, but they didn't sleep in the same room. So I'm like, you know, me as a young man, I'm like, if you marry, I think, and you're supposed to sleep in the same room. And then, you know, you got, I had 14 aunts and uncles and more than a half of them have been through a divorce before or a broken relationship. So for me, the odds were against me to have a healthy relationship and a healthy marriage. And so what I did was I messed up early on in my marriage, but I had to get it right. And so because my mind was made up as like, OK, I don't want to fall victim to what my my uh, aunt, aunts and uncles did or my grandparents did. I wanted to do something different and I wanted to be able to show my kids something different as, as well that, you know, let's this is what a healthy relationship looks like. This is what a healthy marriage should be. I'm going to tell you that kind of messed me up as a kid. Like, wait a minute, they married but they don't even sleep in the same room. And I didn't even see them kiss, you know, Mm. just like small stuff like that. I didn't even see them kiss. So I'm like, wow, that's crazy. A lot of that kind of stuff shapes your worldview of relationships and and, and marriages and stuff like that. So we have to kind of shake that kind of stuff. I could have easily fell victim to the same thing but I refused to not to do that. I mean, it's hard. It was hard, but I, I, I finally got it right.
1: So you wanted to sleep in separate bedrooms, but your wife wouldn't let
0: you. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I didn't want to do that, bro. Um, no, nah, I didn't want to do that. I just made, you know, again, I was young mm-hmm. and I made some stupid, stupid mistakes. I mean, I'm talking about stupid mistakes. So uh, that's because too, I hadn't really, when I got with my wife, <laughs> I hadn't really fully got a lot of the things that I was used to doing out. It took me a minute. I didn't, I I didn't cheat on her, but it just took me a minute to kind of get used to being around one person rather than being around multiple people going out, you know, hanging out with people, dating different, different women. Now here I am, I'm with one person, one woman, and now I'm spending my time with her. Mm. And so, you know, it was different for me. I, I realized that at an early, early age that I just didn't want to play the field. You know, I, it just is, it, it wears you out, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't know if you ever played the field, but you know, uh, playing the field, it makes you tired. It wears you out. You got to play to every aspect of the the dating game.
1: <laughs> hey, get it. How you live now? See, a lot of the issue is I'm very, uh, I guess independent. If that's what okay. you want to call it, where yeah. I'm just so used to just kind of being by myself all the time. And just, if I need to go do something, I get up and go. If I need to go to the mall, I get up and go. If Mm -hmm. I want to go to a concert, I'll go to a concert by myself. Like I'm always just doing stuff by myself. So the hardest thing for me to kind of get over when I was uh, dealing with somebody seriously last year was literally just considering them instead of like just getting up and just going, not asking them, oh, do you want to go? That was my issue. It's just being so independent and it just kind of pushed her away.
0: But, but looking at it now though, I mean, you, it sounds like, you know, you're, you've grown and understand. So looking at it now, you feel, do you still feel the same way or you still, you're, you're open more to kind of still consider the next person that you get involved with?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if I wanted to work, I have to consider the next person. OK. Yeah. The next the next person, I, you know, they I have to consider them. I can't just think about me all the time.
0: And mental health. They got this thing called family systems. And what it is is a treatment uh, intervention, uh, a modality is a way uh, that you help people in marriages kind of kind of figure it out, figure things out, even families, you know, trying to figure it out. But they have this thing that what they call enmeshment. And what happens with that is, is when we get into relationships, we feel that we have to have the same exact views and opinion as our significant other. Well, that's not the case, because what you do is you take away from your individuality. And when you take away from your individuality, you have one person and two, two, two actually fit two physical bodies. And Mm. you don't need that. You actually need two physical bodies and two different people. You need two different views because that's what makes you guys go. And that's really what attracts you to the other person, whatever their attributes are that attract, attract you to them beyond the physical. So you can't try to always agree to, uh, to everything you have to have your own thoughts and own opinions. And, and the first thing is, is that as couples, you have, to perspe- you have to respect the other person's perspective at all times. Their perspective is just as important as yours. So if you can respect that and still be your individual self, that still can make you a unique person within your relationship. And so you don't ever wanna try to conform everything to that person, but I, I will say this, When it comes to jeopardizing anything in regards to the the relationship or the family, that's when you guys need to be on the same page. You can't can't substitute uh, small things for big things and important things. You have to always be able to compromise to the point when it comes to serious things. If it risks uh, your family, if it risks uh, any type of physical harm to your family, then you gotta be on the same page. But but there are times when, you know, you can just be who you are. Like sometimes I like to golf. My wife don't like to golf. She can care less about golfing like she like to go to concerts. I I don't like to go to concerts, but I love music. I just can't see myself standing in front of someone while they're singing. You know, that's just me. I used to feel that way until I went to a concert. <laughs> and I was
1: like, this is the greatest thing that I've ever done in my life. Really? Yeah. I used to feel that exact same way because, you know, I listen to rap. I'm like, well, I want to go watch somebody just stand up there and rap a song. Like, yeah. maybe if I'm about to go see Beyonce, like that's a that's a show, that's a performance. <laughs> but to go see somebody just sit up there and be like, whatever they rap about, cursing about getting money and slapping slapping women or something like that, because that's yeah. what they be talking about. I'm like, man, right. I, that, that don't seem worth my time. And then I went to a concert and it was amazing. It was and amazing. I'm, oh yeah, it was Kendrick Lamar. I'm like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. Still, well, you, still well, one of my it. favorite I mean, concerts. i
0: was about to say, but you gotta know. I mean, Kendrick Lamar is on a different level, though. You know, he you know.
1: he not that great. Like he's not that great. Like <laughs> I, not I'm not that gonna,
0: great. But you, that was the greatest time you had.
1: No, like like I said, I I like Kendrick, but he's not like one of my favorite artists. It was just like, oh, somebody's like, hey, I got Kendrick Lamar in Chicago. The ticket's like sixty dollars. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, oh, all right, bet. And it was just, it was a great show. Still, probably I've been to like three concerts since I haven't been to a lot of concerts out of the three that was probably performance wise the best one
0: gotcha the one of the uh most important things that you did say though is that you didn't consider her And, and and that's that's a real real big issue among black men reason why I say that is because we feel like if we consider them, it's like we're, we're, we're weak or, or, or we just can't, uh, we can't do things without them, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and that's not true. When you consider it, it's a safety issue. It's like, okay, let's say for instance, you're going out. Like you said, you just like to get up and go and do whatever you do. What's wrong with saying, hey, you know, hey, babe, I'm headed out. Uh, I'll be back in, you know, this time or whatever. Okay, that's giving our heads up. Like, okay, he's no longer in the home. He's going here. He's going there. He'll be back at this time. Or even just calling back and checking in. Hey, babe, I'm good. That kind of stuff. That's considering what you're saying. But a lot of times we don't do that. It's like, cause I ain't got to check in. You know, really? Mm-hmm. That ain't this ain't this is not the time. This we're not thinking back in the day where you know you got to tell folks where you go. It's just a safety issue, man. With all yeah. this stuff going on, you want to let somebody know where you're at.
1: Go ahead. We wasn't living with each other, we just dating it was like little things like so one time we had went to the mall i was considering getting my ears pierced Mm -hmm. so like we went up there together and then a couple weeks later i went to go get my ears pierced by myself Mm -hmm. so it's like i could see how you know or it was another situation too where i had invited her to go somewhere with me to my friend's house to a barbecue Mm -hmm. and then i went to the barbecue by myself Gotcha. So things like that. And she would be upset about those things in my head. I'm like, why is she mad? Like, I don't even know if she's going to have fun at this because she's not going to know anybody. But like you said, consider consideration. And just like selfish on my part to be like, hey, you want to come to this with me and then just go by myself.
0: And, And that's and that's another thing. Selfishness, man, we we are selfish because here's what happens is we like to tell ourselves. Oh, they they ain't going to like it anyway. Oh, they they don't want to do it anyway. Yeah, I know I asked them, but, you know, I know they ain't going to be happy. I know they ain't going to like it. The atmosphere, they're going to be doing this, they're going to be doing that. That you can't you can't make that decision for that person. And so even going beyond that, even in relationships, when you uh, when you're in a relationship, and you guys decide something together and or you don't decide or you don't confirm or or consult with her about something you're you're taking her right to to have an opinion. And so you can't do that so you have to be able to uh, be considerate like what you're saying, but a lot of times we don't learn that to later on I didn't learn that. late into into my marriage, probably 10 years into my marriage. I've been married 24 years and 10 years into my marriage. I didn't know. And I didn't learn that aspect of being married or being with one person is that I felt like, okay, I'll make the decisions and she'll be cool with it anyway. Well, that's wrong. Cause I didn't even consider her opinion. I didn't even give her an opinion. She in this thing, just like you are. So it, it was selfish on my part to do that. And, and we do that a lot as men, is that we get to the point where we think we can make all the decisions for, the, for our females or our males or whatever. And, and, and we don't give them an the opportunity to have an opinion. Or we don't want to hear their opinion because it, they, their opinion may be true or maybe the right thing to do. So, you know, that go, that, that kinda, those kind of things happen a, a lot. And so we got to make some adjustments when we're in relationships.
1: So I'm like ahead of the curve, like I'm I'm figuring it out. <laughs> yeah,
0: you ahead of the curve. I don't you have
1: nobody. Yeah, I don't have nobody to like act on these things, but I'm, I'm getting there.
0: Yeah. But you know what? And, and what you're doing now and while you're single is preparing yourself for when you get into relationship, because at the end of the day, you have to be prepared to be in a relationship because you got to make some decisions. Anytime a relationship do not work this. Listen to me. Anytime a relationship do not work, one or both refuse to change. Mm-hmm. When you get into a relationship, you will have to make some adjustments point blank period. You cannot remain the same person when you're going into a relationship because there are some things you're no longer single. You're no longer looking out for number one. You're looking out for you and and whoever that significant other is. So you have to make sure that you're aware of that. And so you right now learning that as a single man, then when you get into a relationship, then that's going to really enhance your relationship. So young men out there, old men out there, prepare yourself for a relationship not just a relationship a healthy relationship and so but then that begs the question what is a healthy relationship
1: well I think that's good what you said though when you said people break up and then they don't change and it's like if with a lot of times when people split they try to blame the other person for why yeah. the situation went wrong instead mm-hmm. of just kind of looking back at themselves like okay I did this and this and this yeah they probably wasn't perfect and they probably did some stuff too that for it not working but it also falls on you as well
0: Yeah. Yeah. Every 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 person in a relationship has a responsibility to themselves is you have the responsibility to be the best version of yourself. And that person has the responsibility to be the best, best version of themselves. Now, if you refuse to and for some reason you guys break up, you can't blame that other person for what you didn't do. And a lot of times that's what we do. We want to push, just what you're saying, we want to push the blame onto someone else. But here's what happens. We push the blame onto someone else and then we get back into another relationship and then we're doing the same thing. And then we wonder like, man, what's going on? I can't really keep a girl. I can't really keep a guy. It's because you are the same person you were in that first relationship and you refuse to make the adjustments. You refuse to change for the betterment of a group rather than an individual. So, you know, it's it's a lot of work, but it's good work though, because if you actually can get it right, you can really love being in a relationship. So it took me a little bit, but I love being in my marriage for 24 years. And, and, and I didn't even think I could, I would even get to 24 years. I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't know if any of my aunts and uncle have been in the marriage 24 years so Mm. so for me this is a great milestone and I'm still trying to get more and because I do see value in it and it's just like this what you see value in you will put time in and so when you put uh, time in something that's valuable it's going to shine it's going to it's going to be what whatever you want it to be it's just like a car. Most of the time you are you shining on the car, you you putting nice smell goods inside the car. You making sure your rims t- uh, uh, shined up. It's the same thing in, the, in a marriage and mm-hmm. in a relationship. You got to put work into it. If you want it to look good and you want it to continue to run good, you got to put work in it. It's just the same. Yeah. You can't just get see. Most people just get in relationships. Oh, oh, we're here now. And then what happens is, and this is one of the things I tell the women that come and, and, and in marriage counseling, I tell them, you know, you can't just go and get married uh, today. And then tomorrow you got uh, what they used to call back in the day, an old duster on with with this, uh, this, uh, these shower caps on your head and you going to bed or you flopping around in these old slippers that that ain't how you got them. So why are you going to change? <laughs> so you know, women women do that kind of stuff, and then men get settled too. They they start gaining weight, they start just not doing anything, just getting lazy, just want to kind of lay around and sit around. The the uh, girlfriend or, or or wife gotta beg them to uh, change the light bulb, stuff like that. I mean, <laughs> you you put the effort in to get them, so why not keep doing it? That's the that's the kind of stuff I see. That's the kind of stuff I see, and one of the biggest things that I see. And marriage counseling is total disrespect. Yeah. There's no boundary set when it comes to relationships and marriage. They just do whatever they do.
1: They just poor I, communication I, skills.
0: Exactly. They, they lack the communication skills and they don't even want to learn the communication skills because they're so used to it. Or, or they've seen dad mistreat mom and they figure that's how it's supposed to be. Or the daughters see mom being mistreated and they feel that they, they have to kind of kowtow to the man. It's all that kind of stuff. And, and that's not true. There is a man or a woman never has the right to take their anger out on another person. Now, I've said this before, is no matter what happens, you do not have the right to take your anger out on another person. What you do, if you do that, you're giving that person control over who you are. Can't nobody make you get that mad. Yeah, I know we say that as a, as a metaphor and a figure of speech. Oh, he made me do this. Really? Did he make you do that or that you, ha- you didn't have the self-control to do the right thing? So that's why I say this, this, this relationship thing and this marriage thing goes a little bit deeper than most people take it because they don't want to put in the work. It takes work.
1: He didn't uh he didn't make you go out there and scratch his car up with your key. <laughs> he didn't make you do that. You chose to do that.
0: That's right. You chose to, you chose to go key his car. He didn't he didn't make you do anything because here here's 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 a caveat to that. If a person goes out and be with some be with someone else, what what makes us think that that person still wants to be with us? What makes us think that? Oh, he still loves me? Oh, we got kids together? You talking about cheating? Yeah, cheating.
1: I mean, yeah, people cheat and stay with each other.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying, how, how is that love, though? How is cheating showing love?
1: Well, it's not showing love, but people do it, and they stay together. Just dysfunctional.
0: Dysfunctional.
1: Yeah, I mean, people, it's, I mean, it's so many different lanes you can go down with cheating. I feel like people just, maybe they, you know what? I don't have the answer people cheat that's what I don't, I don't have the answer for that people cheat they do what they do
0: mm-hmm. so here here is my answer to that mental health when i say when i say mental health is mental health has so many different faces and you cannot put a number on the issues that causes a person to want to be with someone else and have someone at home there are so many other things that are going on in that brain to where you feel like, okay, I got someone here at home and she's treating me, he's treating me like a king, like a queen, but then they're still not enough. So you're saying that everything that they're doing that you ask them to do, that you want them to do is still not enough for you. So what makes you think that you have, you have the audacity to say you are not enough? So if, if they're not enough, why don't you just kind of pick up and leave? And I know it sounds easy when I say it like this, but I I deal with this every week. I deal with clients like this every week. There's no excuse for you to stay in pain. That's why you need to get help if you feel like you have to stay, constantly stay in pain, constantly stay in a relationship that is, is constantly dogging you, constantly making you feel bad, constantly questioning yourself, constantly making you feel guilty all those type of things. You have to get help. That's why I say a lot of these things go back to mental health issues that we are failing to recognize. And and, and that's the problem. So back to what I was saying, because I kind of got on on a little tangent though, but back to what I was saying, boundaries have to be set in a relationship. That person has to know that there are some things that you cannot do in the relationship. Those are boundaries. Okay, we're in a relationship. What can, what do you not like that I do, that you don't think that you that you can deal with? Okay, I don't like the fact that you go out and stay to two in the morning. Okay, what can I do about that? You cannot go out and stay out to two in the morning. Well, can what about eleven or twelve? Can you deal with that? You know, you you have to kind of work these things out within with each other, but you can't overstep the boundaries. There has to be consequences for even overstepping the boundaries.
1: You know what I used to say? I used to be like marriage is just agreeing to accept someone for their ugliness. Oh, like just the good, the bad. Like when you marry somebody, you really just take everything on, and you yeah. really see the real person a lot of times, or most of the time, that's what marriage—you see the real them. So all that they leave their socks on the floor, or they—they are farter, they mm. don't clean. She got a little bald spot on her head or something like that. And she take off her wig and you love her anyway for the little bald spot, you know, stuff like that.
0: When you get into a relationship and when when you cross that threshold of serious engagement and marriage, it's unconditional love. It's unconditional love. No matter what flaws they had, you said, you know what, I can look past those flaws. I love them for who they are and no ifs ands or buts about it. And I don't care what anyone else says. You just love them. And it's unconditional. You know, you you don't get you don't marry a person because they can wear the best makeup. Because yeah. when they when they go to bed, every woman takes that makeup off. So you got to be able to see them. And then not to mention, you know, if they wear, you know, extensions and stuff at some point, they're they going to take those extensions off.
1: These you girls know? nowadays, boy, they. Let me tell you something.
0: The makeup,
1: the eyelashes, the fake eyebrows, the hair, the filters. Yeah, yeah. Definitely got to see them in that natural a natural state. You don't know uh, what uh, you're getting out here.
0: And and you, and that's, a, yeah, you're right. You have to be careful, you know, when you're dating, you know, you have a preference. You have a certain group of individuals that you like, that's your, that's your taste. You know, you know what you're looking for and you just have to, you know, be patient and, and be diligent to yourself and keep looking. So I, I think it's important that we we understand that though relationships are not easy and they're not hard, you just have to find a balance. Mm. You have to be able to adjust because through the years you will change for sure, and they will change as well. So you have to be able to adjust, and you can't get bent out of shape about it. You can't be you know losing yourself, you know losing your your cool. You know self control is a very very important part of a marriage and you have to be able to do that because if you if you're not careful you overstep those boundaries and when you overstep those boundaries it becomes a problem and you don't want to have uh issues uh conflict is uh, is sometimes hard to get over and because you've hurt person so much that they don't want to even try anymore so you definitely have to be careful with that it's it's important that and you have to understand if you're not doing your homework and you don't know Uncle uh, Uncle Ray Ray and you don't know uh, Auntie Letitia, you ain't doing your you ain't doing your job when it comes to dating mm. you know, or or creating a serious relationship because you need to know that family. You need to know what type of uh, kid you're gonna raise if you had a kid with them. You know how that's gonna affect uh, them being around the family. You need to know all of that kind of stuff. Do your homework. Do your homework because relationships can be hard and they can be easy, but uh, know that there are consequences behind our decisions, what we decide to do, how we decide to handle things. But at the end of the day, as human beings, as people in relationships, we have no right to put our emotions onto another person. Uh, we have to deal with our own issues, own problems, own emotions. Now, you can't have support. It's great to have support, but you got to do the work. At the end of the day, if you walk into any counselor's office, they're going to tell you that you have to do the work. I'm just here along for the ride. I'm here to help guide you, here to help challenge you, and hopefully we can get you to that point. But if you can't, you got to be able to manage your day-to-day uh, uh, functioning. And so it's it's important that we do that. Mental health is, is, is very important, and it's not just... Um, for uh, the individual. Again, the individual make the collective better. And we have to make sure that we're focused on that. As we get ready to get up out of here, I do wanna say this. Everybody is not meant to be married and everybody is not meant to be alone. So be careful on how you enter into relationships and how you enter into marriage. Make sure that you guys have a common goal. Make sure that you guys can be on the same page. And as for me, what established me was being able to have something central to my relationship. And what was central to my relationship was God. God was that one thing that was stable in my life. That was the one thing that my wife and I both could uh, definitely agree on and not have any arguments or a fight. So if you have a higher power or whatever you believe in, you know, trust that process, trust uh, that being, because at the end of the day, when everything else fails, you're going to have to hold on to something. So I just, you know, I want to thank everybody uh, for joining us at this episode on uh, addressing mental health and relationships and marriages. I know Jalil's single, but someday he will be married. Right. Or in a serious relationship. Right. you smile smiling. You don't want to answer. No. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: one day. Yes. I would like to be in a relationship. And yes, I would like to be married one day.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, just keying up for the next episode. Uh, we're coming up on Father's Day as we end Mental Health Month here. We're coming up on Father's Day, and I got a special guest that's coming through on uh, for Father's Day. And Jalil and I are gonna get a little bit serious, a little bit more serious about this Father's Day thing because I tell you what, uh, we got a great responsibility as a father and as uh, men, So get ready for that episode coming up very soon. In the next week or so, uh, we're going to have that episode. So, Jaleel, you got anything else before we get up out of here?
1: Man, as a fatherless child, I'm not <laughs> ready for the episodes <laughs> at all.
0: Well, you and I both, but we'll get through it. We'll get through it together. Everybody uh, has to deal with some issues and some some things that they're not proud of. But at the end of the day... Hey, let's just deal with it and let's keep it moving. Like I always say, we always have the opportunity and ability to change everything, any situation that we're in, if we keep focused on what we can change. So I just thank you guys for tuning in. Mentality Unchained. See you later.